This is The Water Table. A chance to hear the agricultural side of these issues. A place for people to go find information and education. Water management is just going to become even more critical into the future. How misunderstood what we do is. I would encourage people to open their minds and listen to this dialogue. Welcome to the Water Table Podcast. As you know, if you've been listening this week, uh, we are just talking to farmers each day this week to see what's going on with the Harvest 2021. Um, yesterday, we talked to Jeff Hewitt in Perry, Iowa. Today, I have Dylan Erickson on the phone from uh, Western Minnesota. And I want Dylan to just kind of tell us what's going on out in the field and how harvest is going. Welcome, Dylan. Hey, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're picking corn right now as we speak. We had a, a pretty, I don't know, it seems fast, I guess, being harvest. You know, we got done right before we caught that couple inches of rain out our way. And then we had a split, sit and wait a little bit, and we switched over to corn. And now we've been going pretty good Good on that. I guess some of the earlier maturity corn has been running anywhere from 14 to 16 17%. So it's been hauling a lot of it actually right to the elevator or dumping it right in the bin. We haven't even fired up our dryer yet. I know we did pick a little bit of later stuff, and I think that corn generally is going to be a little better because I think it used maybe some of that last rain, helping along a little more and, and add some add some yield to it. So, uh, But that was a little bit wetter. That's more the 18 19%, 20%. So um, that's going to probably stand for a little bit, and we'll do some of the other varieties, earlier variety corns, and, and uh, keep chugging away, I guess. Sure, I you know I've been hearing a lot of different things in the field on yields and and how was the bean harvest out in western Minnesota? Yeah, it was kind of all over the board. We had some some really excellent yields. We got up into the seventy bushel range for average on some couple fields, and then we also were down in the the thirty to thirty five range too on some some sandier ground or some hills, and uh, they just kind of ran out of moisture and burnt up kind of quick. And then we did get some of that later rain on it though in August and. They started greening back up a little bit, some of the really stressed plants, and yeah, it was kind of interesting to see that. So it made it for a little tougher combining at times, too, where uh, really grounding it through the combine a little bit. And the beans were dry, it's just stems were a little tough, but uh, took our time and, and made it through. And uh, yeah, so I guess overall it went well. Um, I guess probably for our farm, we're probably right in the 50 to mid 50s range on the average for the farm for the soybeans. So definitely better than expected, you know, if you ask me. June, July. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty pretty fortunate in what you uh what you ended up with there. How about how about after yeah, you've corn now? You've you know, you've only been into the corn for less than a week, but what are you uh what are you seeing there? Yeah, again, from it's gonna be a pleasant surprise I think for, for a lot of guys. Uh the corn's run anywhere from one eighty to, to two twenty. I know that's kind of a broad range, but it kinda of depends on the farm. You know, some of your better farms they're still gonna do up in the over two hundred and uh, we had a farm at closer to Milan area that had some hills and um, some lighter soil that can dry up, but that still did did 180 there, and that's some of, that's a really good corn crop there. So it's just kind of kind of crazy how how it how it held in there some of these hybrids and um, but it was too. There were times we start at one end of the field and it'd be 200 bushel corn. By the time you got to the under other end, you could have seen 100 bushel or under 100 bushel corn. You know, um, just very variable throughout the entire field, but. In the good spots and where there's where there's corn, it's it's a pleasant surprise, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, great. Good to hear. Um, so tell me a little bit, Dylan. I know uh, over the past couple of years you've been uh, your younger farmer and been trying to improve your farm and, and do some things with water management. I know you've hired uh, Northern Plains Tiling to do some work for you. Tell me a little bit about the project you did last year and how you think that uh, that fared this year in regards to having having the tiling project done, how that might have helped you on your operation. Sure. Yeah, we had uh, did a project over by um, by Lewisburg, Minnesota. Um, yeah, we just we ran a, a big main through uh, through the entire field and pretty much pattern tiled. Uh, um, I don't know, not all of it, but I would say 75% of the straw and and through some low corners and stuff. And yeah, this year the late rain, we would have had standing water there and wouldn't have been able to. We farmed on both sides of it. You know, it's a really good piece of ground. It just had had some tough spots and just kind of made it, you know, tough to get a farm around it all. And um, we would have been farming on both sides of the straw this year, but we piled that out and, and hooked down a bunch of branches. And uh, yeah, no, we farmed right through it. And that was, you know, as an entire farm, that was over 70 bushel beans. And that definitely had a big, big part to do with it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? How you wait all year um, worrying about getting enough moisture and, uh, then you get within a month of harvest and, and you get a you know, get a lot of rainfall there in that area. A lot of areas didn't get that, but I think you had told me in an earlier conversation that you had something like ten inches of rain in a few weeks there and how uh yeah. you know that would have affected your ability to harvest that had you not had had that project done. Yep, no, exactly. And we were taking off some navy beans over there and um there were standing waters and in, in pockets and, and stuff like that and you couldn't there wasn't one one drop of water or standing water on that field, and I'm telling you that that farm would have had standing water all over. And yeah, it's just kind of crazy the when you take when you manage water like that and can move it around a little bit. What you can the benefits you can have from it for the farming aspect of it and and everything like that. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad to hear that uh, that you know what your vision there for what was going to happen is becoming a reality because it's something that you can. Uh, you can see the benefits for years to come now, and to see a benefit in the first year, it's, that's exciting for you and your operation. Oh, absolutely, especially, you know, like you said, as a younger farmer, being able to have a project like that done and, and take care of a farm um, so I can, you know, see the benefit benefits of it for many, many years to come now and um, not have to always say, oh, I wish I would have done this, you know, how many years ago or and whatnot like that. So should be able to see the benefits and and see it pay for itself, you know, over the long haul pretty easily. Sure, sure. So, you know, I can't let you go, Dylan, without talking about a couple of other things that have nothing to do with water management. But uh, as you know, I, I like to get out in the field in the fall and uh, and look for some pheasants. How, how does that look out there when you're in the field? Are you seeing any, seeing any pheasants? Yeah, Jamie, I think you're going to be a, a pretty happy guy when you come out to western Minnesota this uh this fall here and and hunt some birds because there's there's birds everywhere you know in the corn now even in the, the crp you know it's uh yeah it's going to be a a nice hunting season for pheasant hunters and i know there's been a lot of out where we live you know waterfowl ducks and that has been actually pretty pretty good too um from the guys i've seen both posting pictures and and uh with their outdoor uh little programs they run or whatever it looks looks like they're doing doing really good too so I think if you come out and visit me this fall here, uh, we're going to have some have some good luck. Perfect. That sounds great. 
And, uh, you know, I know one of your passions is, is similar to mine. That's the Minnesota Vikings, you know, kind of a disappointing start here, but, uh, what's your prediction for the rest of the year with the Vikes? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really been close to being so many things this year already. I don't know. It's, it really could go one way or the other. I think it's going to trend up, but honestly, I think if we get to eight, nine wins, we'll be lucky this year. Um, I know the schedule seems to get a little, little easier now. We'll get some division, division teams in here, but I don't know with our, our defensive line with the run, run game against us. And I think Kirk Cousins has played well, but offensively, we're just, we'll be in rhythm for a, you know, a possession or two. And then, you know, I don't, it's just hard to say. It's kind of frustrating, obviously, as being a Minnesota sports fan, as always. But yeah, um, yeah if I had a prediction, I would say if we get to eight, nine wins um, for the rest of the way, we'll be, be really lucky to get that. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast that could care less about Vikings football, but, you know, people like you and I suffer through it every year, so they can suffer through two minutes of uh, listening to us yeah, talk about it. So. Exactly. I could talk about sports all day. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, thanks a lot for the time. Um, you know, at the water table, we're just, we're all about trying to educate people on uh, wa- water management and how we manage water on the farm. And, uh, you know, I know you and I have had a lot of conversations over the years about about just that. And so, you know, I just encourage people to, uh, you know, give us a call or check out the water table uh, website. Um, you know, we can always put you in touch with young farmers like Dylan, too, if you want to learn more. So appreciate the time, Dylan. No, absolutely, Jamie. I appreciate you having me, and and uh, hopefully the the Viking season turns around, and everyone else has a safe harvest out there listening to the podcast. And um, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Stay safe. If you enjoy what you're listening to, you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Um, you can find us on Twitter or Facebook, and you can also find us at watertablepodcast.com. Thanks for listening.